Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The Coterie realized they had an even bigger problem when Dylan Zane revealed his new partner, Lucius Balefire. Doris swore vengeance upon him, Val and Everett strategized how to save Ridley's mother, and Evangeline and Teddy started making plans to run away altogether. Doris visited Red Cell to try to repair the impression left by the Sheriff, but learned they're starting to ID people and will kill those who don't belong. Why are they paying a visit to the Kishimotos? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Everett and Val. You pull up to the front of the Pyramid 2.0 building, which you can see is already having three more stories built upon its existing two stories. Clearly getting bigger. The sign is bigger. It looks more techy. It's got, you know, it's it's got a, a triangle that's blue behind it. They're really going all in on the brand. And there is a big banner out front that says, Welcome Potential Apprentices. Welcome Gala. There's a lineup Go outside on. the door, people getting in. There are Tremere's security at the door. What do you do? Do I recognize anybody in line? Let's roll for it. Wits and awareness. <laughs> Two successes. <laughs> Two successes. You spot Lorelei Beerfass, the lady who owned the retirement home, who is in line to go in. She owned the Sunset Retirement Home. She was the one who kept saying it was a nice, normal night because she had been compelled enough that she couldn't remember. Right. We were speaking to her like the lobby or something. Yeah. Yeah, You went in and she showed you the security tapes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She is in line. Just a a trollish potato of a woman. Uh, Hi there. uh, uh, Miss uh, Miss Belfast. Right, just to be clear, are you outside of the car or have you rolled down a window and are talking to her? Are I imagine myself like on feet on the street and we're walking up. I'm sorry Great. if we're... No, no, no. That, that's totally okay. fine. I okay. just wanted to confirm exactly where the visuals are at. Sorry, so yeah. you're on foot. You've parked around the corner. You're walking towards her. Hey, what can I do for you? Oh, just uh, saying hello. Came to check out the, uh, the Pyramid 2.0 myself and uh, thought I'd talk to some of the folks here who were interested in signing up uh yeah we want to be vampires because uh, we don't want to die it's it's the general fear of death for you is it i mean some people think vampires are cool uh some of us have seen how many people uh, have died some people want to just you know get in line there might be free shit you know it's the fucking it's something to do i see and and, and what is it for you in, in particular oh i'm old and i don't want to die yeah, so this yeah. seems like a pretty good deal all of you vampires seem to have fun. Frankly, I sleep through most of the day anyways. I'm not seeing this on much. I see. All right. Yeah, everybody in the retirement home would really like to be a vampire instead of die. That that makes sense. And I suppose as someone who runs a retirement home, you kind of have a front row seat at the ravages yeah. of age. Yeah, I've time. seen a lot of death, and I'd like it if there was something near that that seemed more exciting. I see. Tell me, uh, uh, how'd you come to hear about all this? Was it the the press briefing, or did someone approach you beforehand? Oh, there was some, like, ads on Facebook that said, like, do you want to live forever? And then I clicked on them, and then it led me to this. I see. There was, like, an application process, but it depended on, like, how many social media followers you had within New Haven, and, like, did you have friends you could recommend that can move you up the list? There's a bunch of stuff. Well, that's fascinating. So, uh, would you mind doing me a favor, just in your free time sometime later this evening? It depends on the favor. Would you mind forwarding that uh, link uh, just to the New Haven Sheriff Office uh, email? 
Oh yeah, it's it's it all just clicks back to the Pyramid 2.0 website. Great. Uh, hey, thanks for your time. Good luck. Uh, I'll uh, I'll see you around town. Cool. Okay. Bye. I'm gonna go back over to Val. So it seems like they've released some kind of campaign prior to this, get people excited about living forever. Obviously, seems like no one's talking about the downsides to becoming a monster. Uh, or as uh, Officer Barbara put it, uh, sounding like drinking from something they offer and then being their, what, slaves, thralls, whatever. Yeah, pretty much the Tremere Pyramid is all about blood bonding each other, so everybody follows orders and whatever. Val, I think you would know Everett doesn't really get blood bonding. He's immune to it because yeah. he drinks, mm-hmm. like his exclusion, he can only drink vampire blood, so he's never been able to be blood bonded. And he's basically a vampire baby who's also an idiot. He doesn't understand anything about the Camarilla, <laughs> so you might need to explain blood bonding to him in more blunt terms. Yeah, it's like it's like that filters through her head after she says that. Then it's like, well, blood bonding is like, Obviously doesn't fucking happen to you because you eat vampires, but usually if you are a vampire and you eat vampire blood or if you're immortal like what happened to Will, you fall in love with the person's blood that you drink. Right, so... So when you're mindlessly in love with them, you'll do whatever they say. So if you have a whole group who all drinks somebody's blood, they're gonna follow orders, you know? The whole standing army thing that... Doris meant, I don't know what's worse, the new note Nostra putting the fear of death into vampires or vampires being in love so they fall in line. I mean, this whole thing here, and I gesture to this building being renovated with three more floors, this has Tostarosa's support. I mean, he's got to know that these people, the people of New Haven, ostensibly his people, they're going to be loyal to the pyramid and only the pyramid then. Right? Like they're forced to. Uh, yeah, but if Tostarosa feels like the pyramid works for him, then he feels like all those people work for him too. We're talking about fucking... Devel is like, is anyone listening to this conversation? <laughs> I have this conversation right next to all these fucking You, you are far enough away that we'll say you are safe from the lineup. Uh, if you both want to roll me a wits and awareness for the glance around that I think yeah. is a good moment to do. <laughs> Just two successes for me. Four successes. Val, you glance around, you don't see anybody. Everett, you glance around even more carefully. You see that the security cameras are aimed away. And when you scope the Pyramid 2.0's windows, they don't have anybody up there watching out with sound equipment or anything like that. This seems like they're busy caught up doing their event. Okay. Uh, if they And you would know they've only got 20 Tremere plus Dylan Zane in town based on the numbers you know. So they're theoretically up to 25 now. That's not a lot of people if they're inside schmoozing, shaking hands, that kind of thing. Yeah. Go on, Val. If you got something <clears throat> dangerous to say, say it now. I'm just saying, Tostarosa isn't like the people who started this fucking town. Yeah, he helped with fucking money, but all he cares about is his own power. Yeah, I made that clear. He mentioned he literally used the word world domination. <sighs> yeah, there's plenty of kindred who care about that shit. I'll tell you something, Sheriff. I... Don't give a fuck about the Camarilla. I worked for the Camarilla because I worked for Sheriff Cross. Because he gave a shit about people. But most vampires fucking don't. They're happy to see the world burn to the ground. And I don't want that. 
but I don't want to get us all fucking killed because people <laughs> have a power fantasy. Yeah. All right. Shades on. We're going in. All right. Uh, and just for to put on your radar, storyteller, I don't need a rouse check for this uh, as far as my notes are concerned, but I am going to leverage uh, as much as needed my unswayable mind under my fortitude abilities. Yep. Um, uh, you have to add doo -doo -doo, the dots of my fortified uh, ability. Uh, you add that many dice to rolls uh, to sway my will. Um, so that would be two extra uh, dice of difficulty. Yep, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, uh, if you're wearing mirrored sunglasses, that takes a lot of the mind abilities off okay. the table anyways. Uh, and I misspoke. It's two extra dice to my resisting attempts. To your, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Not to your difficulty. But like mesmerizing you, compelling you, they require uh, eye contact. Uh, forgetful mind, which is again keeping the victim's gaze, submerged directive during mesmerize. Like that takes okay. almost all of the direct forms of like you will do what I say <laughs> Got it. off the table with mirrored sunglasses because they can't lock your gaze effectively. Mm. Okay. All right. Keep that in mind. We're going in with sunglasses like a couple of cool dudes. <laughs> I was gonna say, and Val would be aware of that as a technical reason to do this. So I'm not just giving Everett a gift of knowledge he doesn't have. It's okay. like there are enough mind controllers I, in the party. I was going based off of sunglasses and, for that, but also just so that they didn't know that I would be like, <laughs> like screwing my eyes shut when I talk to them. Kind of thing. Like, that was Everett's thinking is yeah. like, I'm just going to hide that I'm looking at the floor the entire time. I will also point out, you still look like absolute dying dog shit. Yes, um, I have been beaten <laughs> oh, yeah, badly. He still has still? two holes from, from fists going through his collarbones. So there's just metal collarbone attachments inside holes in his torso currently. I'm wearing a shirt. <laughs> All right. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, you go up to the front and there are two Tremere guards, uh, bouncers, yeah. as you can see, with their own sunglasses on. They've got black fitted suits, all very high end, very expensive behind a little golden stands with a red velvet curtain rod kind of blocking things. It's just they're like, is your name on the list? <laughs> My name is Everett Fry. I'm the sheriff of New Haven. It's generally on most lists. Well, it's not on this one. What do you need? Well, I need to speak to uh, Lucius and Dylan. I need to speak to Lucius and Dylan. Well, you can schedule a meeting. They'll come see you at your office or whatever. No, I'd like to meet them at their office. Okay, well, they're not at their office right now. They're at the gala. And you have to be on the list to get into the gala. <laughs> Is this the offices or the gala that we're standing at? It's the same. They have one building. It's in town. Okay. <laughs> you know that it's all there. Okay. Uh, it says welcome on the fucking sign. Yeah, to people who are on the list. Where's the list? It's in my hand. I, and he just shows you a list, I like a just paper like to, list on a clipboard. Like take the list. Take from, the clipboard. You got it. Yeah. And just a little pen, click <laughs> Everett Fry, so cool. Val Miller, and hand it back to him. <sighs> This is stupid. Go ahead. Uh, and they just let you in because you are the sheriff. So they did their token resistance. They're required to by clan loyalty. Uh, and you get to step inside. So you enter into the ground floor. This is open concept, obnoxious textile building. 
there are kiosk stands, there are beanbag chairs, there's a foosball table, there's all that kind of bullshit. There's also a lot of people wandering around and serving drinks. You can see that this area has been segregated off from the rest of the building. You can't see elevators. This isn't an easy way for you to move backwards. There are a few doors that staff are walking in and out of, but you realize these are all mortals and they are all wearing white gloves on their hands as they open doorknobs and enter and re-enter. Can you both roll me a wits and awareness for other things that you may or may not spot? <laughs> four successes three all right Everett, when you look around, you can see that the Tremere have a very strong presence here. They are glad-handing the vampires themselves. They're not serving drinks, but they're going around to talk with people, to talk with prospects. When you see who they are talking to, generally speaking, there are a lot of older people in this area. You spot people from the retirement home or elsewhere. Again, for old people who are like older people who are living with vampires, there is a certain temptation to people who especially are not in great health. They're being ghouled right now, but they are aware that when the town is at risk, their ghouling could go away. So it's just a large draw. There all are also younger people, professionals. This is the first time theoretically being a vampire has ever been available to the public as a general thing that can be applied for. And it's clear that the Tremere are treating this kind of like a job fair. Like you can go around and talk to them. They're meeting potential candidates. They're interested. You don't know their criteria yet. You can't see any anything clear they're not walking around with you know sheets of paper they're writing things on but it's a small enough pool if they're only turning five people a week that references could be a big thing val was it you who rolled for or was it ever who rolled? I rolled you? four what you see towards the back val is um dylan zane is chatting and just kind of generally being pleasant you also spot horatio sundrop and his puppet bergamo being hustled out a side door and out of sight <clears throat> so they've cleared the area. Your guess would be they tried to get Horatio clear before you came in, but you managed to spot him. Hey, it's Dell. <laughs> Hi, and thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, man, I always am super excited recording this one. So if you enjoy listening and you want to let us know just how much, the best way is to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dice. There's tons of different things you can get at different tiers, but honestly, even just for $1 a month, you can get forever access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can come hang out, chat with other fans, tell us stuff that you liked, and talk about your vampires, you know, all that good stuff. Just head on over to the website and check out all of the deets. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice, spelled D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Join us right now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. I will see you there. All right, I'm just lean next to the sheriff. I just saw them pull Horatio Sundrop out of the back door. Hmm. All right, he's not going to disappear overnight. He's a, he's a big name here, but we got to follow up on that. Good eye. All right, I'll keep my eyes open. And suddenly Dylan Zane approaches going, oh, it is so lovely to have you both at this gala. Are you looking to join the pyramid? Because we would consider you. Really? That is uh, surprising. I mean, I just thought you were only taking uh, mortals at this time. 
oh, oh, we're only accepting mortals to become Tremere, but any, any vampire can become a brick in the pyramid. That's why it is not just the pyramid. It's the pyramid 2.0 because we're opening things up. He does a lot of hand talking that is clearly over-practiced a la tech talks. We need to be able to expand. And a lot of people think it's just about the blood sorcery. But do you know what I'll tell you about that? Do you know what I'll tell you? Blood sorcery can be taught to anyone. A lot of people say the Tremere's stole it. The Tremere's, you know, made themselves vampires at the cost of whatever. The important thing is they're scalable lessons. We can teach you. You can teach other people. And the pyramid just keeps growing. Just keeps growing. Is What's it? the strongest shape? A pyramid. Uh... Mr. Uh, uh, Zane, uh, just occurred to me, uh, is there any concern over uh, the imagery of the pyramid and bringing people in and recruiting more and more people like a pyramid scheme? Oh, no. No, no because no. once we're in charge, there won't be any other shapes. What is the economy now if not a pyramid? Think about it. There are a small number of people at the top, and then they believe in trickle-down economics, and nothing ever seems to get to the bottom. Right. Do you know what? The first thing that happens in our pyramid, you are made into a vampire. The promise is made right up front. And yes, we've done the calculations. After there are enough vampires, we're going to have to stop accepting new people because we're going to have to eat all those mortals. Am I right? Nobody wants to starve, so we know the sustainable level, and we're going to push to that. I see. And everyone... Everyone drinks from, what, you, from Lucius? Well, I mean, that seems like a corporate secret. I don't really want to walk you through that whole process. Otherwise, you could just go off and create your own pyramid. <laughs> really well, I was just things. wondering who specifically gets supreme mastery over every single one of these people. Well, as a CEO and as the CFO, clearly, we're at the C-suite. We're right at the top. But do you know what? As it keeps expanding, there, there are a lot of archaic terms that were thrown around, like... You know, Pontifex, Lord, what? Regent, no, no. We're going to have managers. We're going to have regional managers. We're going to have national directors. And then we're going to have the C-suite. Wow, wow. It's really just making things more accessible for new members and for those of us within the organization. I'm telling you, I think you could be a hell of a regional manager. Really, that that, that is something. Uh, And we're willing to be really competitive about how much you're being paid. What are you being paid right now? Oh, I didn't come here to uh, talk about pay scale. and It's a, it's like a welcome that. gala to get people to join the pyramid. I mean, what are you guys both getting paid right now? Come on. Tell me, I, I got a quick question just about the general 2.0 idea. Is it all just a, an image kind of thing, like a facelift? Because no. uh, I, I, I hear that uh, Lucius there, your CFO, well, he was a pretty big wig at uh, the old pyramid. I understand it. Oh, I'm surprised that you... You know that. Uh, here's the thing. I'm just wondering, you know, how revolutionary is this new pyramid if all the leadership at the top is the same? I mean, if you don't track the mistakes that you've made in the past, you're never going to correct them. So we have to have somebody who's been a part of that organization. And he wanted to make a lot of waves. You know what? He made it up to the Council of Seven. He had somebody that he really thought could back him up. And then people broke the pyramid format. And, you know, I don't want to say it, but like Doris caused the pyramid a lot of problems. Uh-huh. And now she's she's out there. I mean, the nice thing for us is, <laughs> good luck, because she works for you. <laughs> so, you know, you can have the time with Doris. Have a nice time. We're trying to take her off your hands to make things safer for you and your department, but we're just going to be the pyramid. <laughs> can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. 
Val, you need to say. I was going to say, the whole time Val is standing there only half listening because I think she's more scoping the room out. I don't know what is going on, but. Three for Everett. Just two for Val. Just a moment. I have to find this dickhead stance. <laughs> Literally, you were reminding me of um, the episode of The Office when Sabre, Sabre <laughs> introduces their tablet called the pyramid. <laughs> it's like pyramid, the shape that contains all the other shapes. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of expecting to pitch some bullshit like that. Yeah. What did you roll, Everett? Uh, Everett rolled three successes. Three successes. Uh, you can tell there's more to it than what he was saying. That sure. was clearly a practice statement about yeah. Doris. But Doris did somehow, your guess would be, fuck things up for them. You just don't know. I mean, I know they're pissed at her. Yeah. And yeah, she talked about being put in a box for 100 years and <laughs> flipped out at Lucius. So I'm just putting together like, okay, he's old pyramid. Yeah. What what you're getting the feel is this is all a very practice talk. You're probably not going to get any real information of use out of him unless sure. there's something you can really throw him off the game. And it's got to be something that he hasn't prepped for. And right now you've kind of walked into the gala where they've been clearly drilling the whole time they've been in town. Sure. For yeah. all of these. We're in the points. public facing yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you were in private, you think you might just get all this shit because they've had to math out like what are the questions a Tostarosa would ask? Yeah. That they have to cover all the bases on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, uh, you know, y'all are really gunning for the crown around here. I, you know, I, I Oh, no, no, no. We we are happy to support Prince Tostarosa running this town. We're just trying to expand under. We are loyal members of the Camarilla. Oh, I didn't mean it as an accusation. I just oh, meant uh, how how admirable, given all the uh, strife going on Thank outside you. of New Haven and things like that. Do y'all have any plans for handling folks like the Nunote Nostra? Or the loyalists. I mean, here's the thing. Nobody over there has blood sorcery. Right now, we've got Tostarosa's protection. We've got your protection. Red Cell is here. And once we get big enough, literally, we can walk through that town, keep some blood IVs in, snap some fingers, bam, bam, bam. They're asleep. Stake them while they're down there dead. Let's do a nice, clear house. We can do that anywhere once we got enough of us. And it's a way lower number than you think. Well, that is, uh, that is impressive. And, uh... You know, suppose uh, y'all aren't the only ones who have this idea. Say, uh, you know, next week the brew hall, they start offering vampirism to uh, any any old mortal who who wants it. Uh, well, what then? All these other clans, you know, we're all trying to share the space, but it seems like now y'all are growing at a rather alarming rate. That is such a good question. Thank you for asking it. <laughs> now, one of the things that you've got to deal with when you deal with these other clans is, A, there's no blood sorcery. There's no history of trust. They don't rapidly expand this way. You're dealing with the old mindset of vampirism. It's not there. And even if they do, they don't have currently the permission of Prince Tostarosa to do this expansion. They would need to put together a business plan. They would need to clear their hierarchy. They would need to make sure they have the prince's blessing. And then they'd have to talk. And frankly, the Bruja kind of aggressive lose their minds malkavian there's a dark side with the mental illness that the gift comes with nosferatu eh, not a lot of people want to go for let's say that look and gangrel can be quite feral ventru arrogant and feeding exclusions can be absolutely life-threatening the best of all of the clans you can join is the tremere what happens you're a tremere vampire you have magic powers and you live forever 
it, it's the perfect business model. And, and Everett kind of just let that wash over him. It was like he was watching TV, like he wasn't even in the room. <laughs> like that was such a perfectly practiced uh, response and answer. Um, he just kind of waits and says, uh, yeah, but what about uh, the children of Lilith? What about them? Well, they've given magic and sorcery and blood magic a pretty bad name around here. Isn't that a concern for your brand? I mean, the Sabbat give vampires a bad name, but it doesn't make the Camarilla a bad thing. Sometimes you need to expand the ordered version of something to clean up the disordered version. And that's why we're excited to be working in partnership with you, Sheriff, and in partnership with Tosta Rosa and the Camarilla so that we can keep blood magic where it should be. Within these walls. Uh. I hate, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> Get this in line, so baby. Clock. Uh, God. I see. Uh, so y'all are planning to help us, the sheriff's department, take on the children of Lilith then. Anybody who comes after Prince Tostarosa or the Pyramid 2.0 is logically going to have to deal with us. I see. You have any plans already or any new information? The sheriff's office hasn't heard anything about Anything you have to offer regarding Children of Lilith or any of the other enemies I mean, of New Haven? Really, you're talking to a startup, and that's the thing. Like we're we're just in those early steps and rapid expansion. So if you need something, let us know. We're happy to help. We really believe in this city, in the Pyramid 2.0, and in a bright future. Well, let's talk about deadlines. Okay. When can we get that assistance? That information? That, what do those you need? Tangible results. Uh, the Children of Lilith taken out of. New Haven entirely. Great. Well, we're starting with stage one currently, which is just five vampires a week. But next month, we're hoping to be able to step that up to the point where we create 20 vampires a week. After that, 100 vampires a week. How many children of Lilith are there? Uh, currently unknown. Okay. Well, that's making it pretty tricky for us to make estimates about how to deal with them. But... We'll do what we can. Rapid expansion. Here's the other thing. Are they legally in charge of Vancouver? Who's the prince, princess, or prinks right now? We got to look into the legalities before we can make the move. But what I can say is when the move's approved and it's ready, it'll happen. Now, Val Miller, you've got this job, but I also know that you're kind of one of those vampires that's ready to buck the trend and just like, you know, have a have a mortal son. You've got all these things going on. So like... What would you think about joining the pyramid? Doesn't that appeal to you? Just more payment, better protection, knowing Will's okay? Don't fucking talk to me. I, I just want to work together. I think we could offer you a great contract. We could make things really concrete. You'd be very happy. That's all I'm saying. She is looking past his shoulder, like just watching other people in the room and will not respond further. <laughs> yeah, where's Lucius? It's, yeah. you know, it's convenient that, you know, Dylan Zane has come up uh, to us to talk, but... Uh, is there a reason why Lucius is not here, not putting in FaceTime with the sheriff? When you look around, you're just not seeing him. Yeah, a, you okay. weren't invited to this event. So For Lucius sure. may have shown up, but he's not in the room. For sure. From okay. what you saw on the news media and heard of his voice, he's also not necessarily a great public facing figure within a vampire organization. <laughs> like, do you want to be me too? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, it's not as, uh, not as personable and young. They, okay. You notice all the, the Tremere that you're looking at are very much in the Dylan Zane brand. Mm -hmm. They're all kind of like, they, they're they're all handsome. They're all gorgeous. They're all very well-dressed, tailored. It's like the front of Abercrombie back in the day where they're like, this is just who we hire. This is who we are. And you can be too. 
Uh, the only people who seemed to be in any way not exactly matching those standards were the five vampires that you had seen on the news. I will say for you who spent more time looking around the room, Val, they're not here. You're just seeing reps. Right. And what does the inside... We've never been inside this building. Is it like you can't see further in? Is there any... like? Any way to tell what the makeup of this building is from the inside now that we're in a front room? The weird thing is, no. They've okay. clearly done a bunch yeah. of tricks to make this like a public-facing big space. There's not, a, as far as you can tell, there's not a ton of space that isn't in this room on the ground floor, but you don't know where exactly there are mirrors. All the walls are, there's nothing that's straight or flat, mm -hmm. so you can't quite math out where things could be, and you don't know how far up things go or how far down. The back room that they took Horatio into, was it like, further into the building or like an exit out of the building you're not sure not sure side door out from this room but you don't know if it led to the street or if it just led into another like side hallway or what okay i'll <laughs> turn back to dylan saying how about a fucking tour what's through that door <laughs> here's the thing we we only do tours for people who are applying to be apprentices and uh well surely you would offer a tour to the sheriff of new haven I mean, I can take you around this floor. It's not under construction. I just don't want there to be any accidents that could really, you know, hurt the two of you. We've got to be safe. You're important to the Camarilla and important to the Prince. Am I right? <laughs> Gives you some finger guns. <laughs> well, it's just we saw a friend of ours, Horatio Sundrop, just go through that door. I hadn't seen him in a while. I wanted to say hello. Oh, do you want me to have him brought out here to chat with you? I wouldn't mind. Yeah, Horatio's a big friend of this organization. He's a big sponsor. As you know, we're inside the Malkavian District, and he's a partner in this whole thing. Let me just uh, make a quick message. You just see him turn and wave to someone. And then a minute later, Horatio Sundrop is almost under the arm carried into the room <laughs> and just sat down, and he walks over. As you know, he looks like a combination of Zachary Quinto and Danny DeVito right in the middle because we had two different storytellers describe him very differently <laughs> so Dan on the Danny DeQuinto is here um, and he has his puppet Bergamo on one hand and he's like oh nice to see you too how are you doing yeah it's so nice to see you uh hi uh I just want to make sure you remember me I, you were on trial so to speak uh at Tostros's spa you and I spoke kind of back and forth uh I'm the sheriff of New Haven yeah, yeah, you're, you're sheriff. You're sheriff, I know that, I know that. I know. Yeah, we know who you are, yeah! Yeah. Uh, you like the party? Uh, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, what's going on here? And I referenced the two people kind of holding Sundrop. Oh, they they fucked off immediately. immediately. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Once he was in the room, he came over to chat. Okay, that's where he was brought up. Oh, they were just helping me walk around. Something, you guys gonna join the pyramid? Something wrong with your leg? Oh no! I just I was having a I was having a I was having a time. What is? This? Yeah, yeah. Well, stop. You guys want a drink? No, no, no. I'm not thirsty. Okay. What about you? No. Oh, you seem nice. I like you. Um, can I get a read on the dynamic between Bergamot and Horatio? I know he treats it as like a real person, mm -hmm. and so is there potentially some strife between them in terms of? It seems like a uh, roll of wits in a way. Fuck it. Let's find out. Let's find out. And then I have to roll for how confusing their madness is. I'm just Let's trying to out. play by the crazy person's rules of just like, are you two in agreement with each other? Mm. One, two, three successes. Yeah. Uh, if you had to guess, that's <laughs> like a wash. Um, if you had to guess, it seems like Bergamo is the one who's happier to talk. Yeah. But it's probably harder to crack. Right. Horatio seems to let Bergamo take the lead because he's not 
quite as much of a lockbox about what's going on. Hmm. Right. And he is the leader of the... He's the clan leader of the Malkavians. Clan here, yeah. yeah. The Malkavians. So what's yes. he... And that's... He's the one who we haven't talked to about that he's been money laundering Correct. towards yeah. the other you have, Malkavians. You have heard from multiple sources yeah. that he was the one paying for the Malkavian refugees. Yeah. Um. Uh, so what is it that you're doing here as clan leader of the Malkavians at a Tremere event? Well, they're in the Malkavian quarter and we're hosting this with them and it's all, you know, what we do. Yeah, yeah, we're all friends. That's why we're going to help them do what they do. Oh, uh, Bergamont, sorry, this is between... Uh, the sheriff and the clan leader. I'm a clan leader too. I'm Bergamo. <laughs> you can't come between us. We love each other. Yeah, yeah, we do. Right. Sorry, my apologies. I forgot you were co-leaders then. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, oh, do not take Bergamo away from me. If you try to separate us, it's gonna go so fucking bad. Really? I think I I say like smiling at this public gala, showing how cool it is to be a vampire. Uh, <laughs> well, what? What would happen? Is he a fucking idiot? <laughs> the guy oh says to Val. I am. Please tell me what would happen. <laughs> he needs shit explained to him. <laughs> well, if you're a Malkavian, you all have these triggers that can make you go fucking crazy. And if you trigger those triggers, then you frenzy and it becomes a problem. That's why they were so picky about which Malkavians came into this town. I see. Uh, how long are you going to be here? At this here uh, gala event. I don't know. I was just swinging by. Oh, so looked like you were just on your way out uh, a moment ago before you came back to say hello. Yeah. We got a car uh, just out in front. Why not, why not I take you home? I live around the corner. I could just walk it. I'll walk you then. Okay. All right. That was so nice. Let's go for a walk. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, I'm ready to go, Officer Miller, if you are. Yep, I've seen all that I need to. Fantastic. Everybody else, have yourselves a good night. Good night! All right, have so much fun. Thank you for coming out. Again, consider joining the Pyramid. We will triple your pay. Whatever you're making right now, it'll be so much better. <laughs> have a good one. Uh, and you guys go out. Meanwhile, back at your house, Evangeline. Yeah. Uh, you are now on to the Blood Drive episode, <laughs> which Laura looked up is three episodes after Got it. Uh, the Guys, other episode. I picked that episode just because it was the first one that popped into my head. I was looking up the name of it and saw just three episodes next was Blood Drive. I'm like, <laughs> oh. How much do you think it costs to buy one of those Blood Drive trucks? Because we could just take that around and give people money. Um, Evangeline was in the middle of like being like intensely triggered by this, just like seeing the blood and being like mm, a little hungry. And I think the whole thing about her used to like since she used to like cleave off of Teddy for a bit, like it's just if she's near him and hungry, I think that's still a little bit. I mean, you have. You have more rations in the house. Yeah. Would you have gone to get those? Or are you sitting here being yes. hungry? No, yeah. no, okay. no. So you're just snacking. You got your yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your high C packet of yeah. blood. I just want to. Yes. So you know. A good scene to pick paint. Yes. Um, it, but him seeing that as an opportunity kind of snaps her out of that. She's like, 
Oh, that. Oh. Oh, just. I mean, if you think we could actually get that job like legitimately and then like skim off the top. I mean, even if you're not getting the job legitimately, you do like one of those RVs that people live out of. You sunproof that shit. Then you just roll the blood thing down the side. You rip off a couple of drug dealers using your power every once in a while. Take their cash. Good to keep going. It's actually, that's a, Teddy, that's a great idea. Yeah, I would have been a good criminal if I wasn't <laughs> such a coward. <laughs> You're not a coward. Thank you. <sighs> he says with spooky and eyes to him. Yes, you would have been a good criminal. Um, okay. All right, where do we get it? Where do we get it? How do we start this? How do we start this? Well, oh, my God. This probably, could be real. I know. We just need enough for, like, <sighs> the blood RV thing and then probably some savings. I don't know. Probably like a hundred grand for the vehicle. I mean, we need the good interior with the right machines yeah. plus storage. I mean, probably like half a million dollars. Could we? I mean, look, New Haven's going. I don't know why I'm whispering, but it just kind of scares me to say this stuff out loud. I mean, I think New Haven's collapsing. Oh shit. Um, what if we maybe try to swipe some stuff from the hospital? I mean, you lower know, costs. I was gonna say, you know, Doctor Kate. Dr. K to load up a fucking truck. Val can drive it in and out. We just load that shit in the back. We can store the blood truck in the back of the 18-wheeler. Fucking drive yeah. it around. Okay. Okay, talk to Val. Talk to Kate. Can you trust Val with this, or should we just talk to Kate? Yeah, if we're going to do this... If we're going to do it like this, I don't know that we need Val. And honestly, I, I, again, her talking about the, I think she's okay, like, killing people. And I'm not, and I don't know that I want to be around that. Okay. So maybe just Kate. Just Kate. And us, just us. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, you talk to Kate. Yep. I'll start looking for used RVs on eBay, Kijiji. I'll look online. I Auto Trader. There's got to be something. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I would look in the secondary market. I, I wouldn't look yeah. at, like, let's just do this under the table if we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll start, well, I, I followed like one Van Life Instagram account. So I'll see if I can follow <laughs> more of that to figure out if there's some tricks or something. Okay. Okay. Is it nighttime? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, should, should I should I go see Kate now? Should... I mean, fuck it. We're not. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was awkward. I didn't mean that to be creepy, yeah. but yeah, no, you go talk to her now. Okay, okay. I mean, float it. Don't get us in trouble because no, 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 no. Um, she's cool. She's cool. She'll be cool. Yeah. Bring the dog. She likes the dog. Yeah. Okay. I love you. Love you too. Okay, you do that. And he just goes back to Furious. He's on Auto Trader instantly trying to find <laughs> vans and other things that could work for your purposes and for improvised blood bank purposes. Meanwhile, back at the station, you've been ejected from the Red Cell building. You heard the address. You were there, Doris. You have Vladimir, your new mm -hmm. deputy. Hanger on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, where where is... Where's Jiro? Jiro's place is... Oh, I forgot about he's that. He's on Sunderland. <laughs> I think it's Sunderland Avenue. Am I like, correct? Mm -hmm. Backs yeah, onto the woods. Right. Yes, which is uh, on the east side of town. It is just into the Malkavian Quarter. 
Sunderland Avenue slash Sunderland oh, Street. Yeah. It has conflicting signs. Okay, so Giro over here. Okay. Okay. So I have no way of getting in contact with the rest of my crew uh, because they don't have pagers. Yeah, um, you can't use the radio. You can't type anything, but you could ask Vlad to, or you could talk to Barty. Yes. Okay. Um. <sighs> I think her first thought is Jiro and his cat. And cats can't be harmed because animals can't be harmed. Yep, Mr. Kitty. Got to be protected. Technically, children are animals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Technically, people are animals. Yeah. So I think uh, in her mind, she's like, I, I think in Doris's mind, she's like, I need some sort of win. Because I, like, I think even she is capable of realizing that she's she's caused a couple problems in the last little while. So I think she's like, yes, I'm going to save Jiro. So I think she's going to look at Vlad and be like, you want to be a deputy? As much as I have to be to make sure you bring the money. Well, in order to bring the money, we have to go save a very small animal and a cat. This belong to a rich person has money for us. No, but it's part of a whole interconnected thing. And basically, those jerks are going to go to the house of a kid, a mortal kid. And we can't let the mortals come into harm. Otherwise, this whole thing fails and nobody gets the money. Does that make sense? Shit, I can't let that happen to the money. Exactly. So we have to go save this kid. All right, get into my get onto my bike. And you see he's got a motorcycle that's propped up next to the police station. Uh, uh, I don't have to do anything to this, do I? You have to sit on it. What are you, stupid? She just, like, fixes him with a look. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing mirrored sunglasses. He doesn't give a shit. No, was, no he is. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not stupid. It's just evil. You're stupid. Okay, get on. And he picks you up and puts you on his shoulders. Ooh. And then he climbs but- onto the motorcycle. So you're like riding him like at a concert where you're you're sitting on <laughs> oh him. He's God. sitting on the motorcycle. Uh, and he just fucking guns it. You are having to give him directions yep. from above. Yep. As he drives just lightning fast around the streets. Yeah. Definitely at like biker gang criminal speeds. Yep. Can you roll me a wits and awareness for your ability to give him directions? <laughs> yep. Two. He is not a great, <laughs> did not do great on the roads, but uh, you, 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 you almost fall off three times. He sideswipes one car who is not used to aggressive motorcycle driving because New Haven is pretty tame at night and you yep. have some vampire drivers who are not great. Uh, but he does get you there in front of Jiro's house as you see red a red cell vehicle pulling away. Oh, shit. Uh, do we see that red cell vehicle with any small child in there? It's a Humvee with people sticking out the top. You're not going to be able to see if somebody's in it, but there is the house in front of you. The front door is open. Yeah, she's going to go in the house. Great. You hear crying inside, and you find Barbara and Jiro both crying. Uh, Jiro has Mr. Kitty in his hand. They took Ken. Can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. Uh, three. 
Oh, yeah, that's enough. Uh, your mental math would be Ken was the person who was called to speak for the department in the trial while the prince was on the phone. So Ken had the misfortune of being the only name Tostarosa was aware of in town that liked the department. Right. So you got lucky in that he didn't know about Jiro. Right. He was just focused on who showed up at the trial. Right. God. Okay. Vampires aren't, they're good at spotting weakness, but they don't always understand children in that right. same sense. He would assume that none of you would give a shit about Jiro. Right. Right, right, yeah. Jiro isn't old enough to give blood yet. He has no value. Right. Okay. Uh, I think she's going to look at uh, Barbara and just say, where are they taking him? I don't know. Who the fuck are they? Very bad men. And then she's just going to leave the house. Uh, hey, hey. Can what? we leave town? Fuck this. This is ridiculous. You know, I don't actually know. That's probably a question for the sheriff. Great. Can you ask him? Not right now, but I will. I'm going to go get Kent now. <laughs> okay. Can you give me another wisdom awareness? <laughs> Two. Ah, uh, well, you beat her one. Uh, you'd say there is a very strong chance she's going to take Jiro and run if you just leave. And would I know enough about the rules to know that, like, they People would People don't be... get to leave town. Yeah, okay. Uh, then I would... Okay, then I would stop and say, um, uh, uh, Mrs. Barbara, Mr. Jiro, <laughs> you're not going to be able to leave town. They're not going to let you. Your best bet is to stay here. Do you have a friend? No. You have no friends? Okay, that's... <sighs> Jiro, can you go talk to the big man outside? Take Mr. Kitty, show him the tricks? Okay. Jiro goes outside with Vlad. And she's like, I can't, I can't say that we don't have friends in front of my kid. He's going to get confused about stuff in his class. But here's the deal. No. We came to fucking Vampire Town. We don't have friends here. We run a corner store. We don't know anyone. How unfortunate. Well, they're not going to let you leave town. So don't even try. So we're here, but we can just get kidnapped by the fucking vampire army at any moment. Trust you me, can't protect us. We don't want them as much as you don't want them. Please believe me when I say that we are doing everything we can to get these jerks out of here. Why did they come after Ken? <sighs> because he spoke up at the trial of Val Miller, I assume, and spoke up for the sheriff's department. And oh, then get the fuck out. I don't need to get fucking kidnapped because you decided we were your friends. I don't have friends. You're not my friend. Get out. You're right. I don't have friends. Yes, then why the fuck are you here? This is dangerous. Go, go, go. And she's just like shooing you out the front door. Right. Yeah, she'll go. Yeah. And then she like goes out and grabs Jiro and Mr. Kitty and is like, we don't like vampires. Fuck the sheriff's department. Goes back inside. Just yells it at the neighbors who are looking out. Mm. Um, they're probably taking him back. To that red sail place. Unfortunately, there are a lot of guns there. I okay, don't like so guns. What do you want us to do about this? They're gone. It's just you and me now. We failed to save men, but you said cat was important. Cats are very important. 
Great, Cathy's safe. We are rich now. Where's my $10 million? That's not how any of this works, Vladimir. It's how I need it to work. Well, that's very nice for you. And I personally would like my own taxi. Great, that's me. I get you where you need to go. Well, then we're going back to the sheriff's department. Then I will get the money. And he picks you up and puts you back on his shoulders and clumsily drives back to the sheriff's station. Meanwhile, on the other side of town. I don't like, I don't like this. <laughs> this is very upsetting. <laughs> Val and Everett, you are out on the streets. Going for a walk. With Horatio Sundrop and Bergamo, his puppet. Yeah. You are walking. I'm going to walk on the opposite side of Horatio that Everett is walking. Bergamo is on Horatio's right hand. Who is on the Bergamo side? I can be on the Bergamo side. Great. Val is on the Bergamo side. Horatio is on the Everett side. Okay. The thing that is staggering, I will say for both of you, it's it's almost shocking how good it is. At some point, you undoubtedly would have tried both talking to him oh, and yeah. Bergamo at the same time. He can have both of those conversations flawlessly and track both. There's no mm. throwing him off with that. I will mm. just That's throw wild. that out front. I mean, tip of the cap, you know? He's, <laughs> he's had a couple of centuries doing this puppet <laughs> bit, and it's compulsive. Um, You have three questions to get before he hits his headquarters. Right. Uh. Horatio, uh, what are you really doing there? Why are they, why'd y'all let them in? Was it Tostarosa? Did he force you? He's got the prince's backing and I believe in the message. You know, we, we need to get more vampires out there. We got to get things going up and I'd rather be on the pyramid side than not. I see. Uh. Look, I want you to know that we know about the uh, trafficking you're doing. What? The Malkavians. The uh, 12 of them. What? Can you roll me a wits and awareness? A net of negative one. Jesus <laughs> you have no fucking clue if this is true or not. You, yeah. you can't tell That's between. Frustrating. He keeps looking to the puppet between questions and his expression changes when he looks to Bergamo. You do not know. You can't get a read on this fucking guy. I'll like share a look with Val. I'm like, shit. Do we have this all wrong? I'm just like, like sunglasses down. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Or is this something that Horatio doesn't fucking know about? She says, I ain't this puppet <laughs> on the other side. What are you talking about? You know about these fucking extra Malkavians? What? In a basement. What? If you've got Malkavians in a basement, you gotta let them out. <laughs> They're our business now. Our clans get... We got 12 more Malkavians. Make them give them to us, Horatio. Yeah, if you've got more Malkavians, we get those. That's part of our clan. You can't hold Malkavians in some fucking basement. They were found, uh... To be unsuitable for New Haven, so we're hiding them. Well, what makes them so unsuitable? I represent the Malkavians. I should be able to make that decision. Yeah, yeah, we're good at this. Each of their quirks, they get set off too easily. That's fine. They can come hang out in the headquarters. Somebody thinks it's not safe at your headquarters. 
Who? They're not fucking charged. Yeah, you tell me who, and I'll beat their ass. How many questions does Horatio get? <laughs> um, I mean, I just, I'm, listen, you just had some yeah. follow-up stuff to fill yeah, like yeah. ancillary, so I'm supporting. You're down to your last question, baby. Yeah, I'm looking for the uh, embezzling information for the money. What do you want to know, and I'll tell you what you know. Matthew backed it up. Yeah, that's yeah. where the notes were. Okay. Yeah, you, you have had Matthew support it. You have had all, all the evidence that you have discovered points directly to that. Uh, I, I want to, like, just almost ask the same question, but preface it with, like, we know that you're embezzling money. Um I just can't remember the details. I'm having a hard time finding them in my notes. I'm sorry to say. No, it's okay. It was there were cash payouts that were made to the location that was where they were being held at the B positive therapy. therapy basement. Yeah, uh, right. It had been running out of cash. You remember you found a bag with only like there was, it had like stopped a very small amount of money left in it. Uh, it looked like they had had a ton of money and had dri- like it had dripped away to over time where there was not uh, a new influx coming. No one had been able to directly pin it on Horatio other than you'd gotten a quote from, I can't remember if it was Sister Kurt or not, but like you had it. an inside source saying it was Horatio mm-hmm. and you have Matthew Theobald confirming that it was Horatio. I have, I have something now. Great. Um, Horatio, I think you might have formerly known about this. You were funding this, Horatio, this operation, and your funding stopped after the uh, attack on the council. I'm done talking to you two. Yeah! Fuck you guys! Fuck you both! Are you trying to work with the pyramid because you want fucking money? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Those I don't people are safe and they're set up. Fuck you, fuck them. I'm part of the Tremere. Pyramid 2.0 and Malkavians. You motherfuckers are the problem. And I'm going to stop you before you ruin this fucking town. And a bunch of Malkavians start coming out of the building to back up their clan leader. That's fine. I've just got one final thing to say where I'm just, I'm, I'm yelling as he's doing his own thing of leaving. Just like, hey, we're trying to save lives. Check your house. You knew something that now you don't anymore. Yeah, well, go fuck yourselves. I know everything, and you don't know fucking shit. Yeah, fuck you, motherfuckers. You fuck around, and there's gonna be a goddamn war. And it is a weird situation to have to leave while a puppet is threatening you. (laughs) But it is the situation you are under tonight. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, 
Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.